0: back. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, the number one alien podcast.
1: You thought it was that guy with the meme that just goes aliens with the hair? No, it's us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do it. We do it right. I spilled the beans early there. The beans have been
0: spilt. This episode going to be uh, talking about our favorite movies that have aliens In them, not necessarily any kind of Ridley Scott properties. If they've got any kind of extraterrestrial elements, they were fair game. Obviously, this was a monumental, impossible task, because when I started looking at these things, I don't know if you guys had the same experience. There's far too many. Wow. So many. And there are drastically different kinds of films. So it's almost like comparing them is a little silly. So we're going to be talking about our top three favorite uh, extraterrestrial uh, adjacent films. I don't have a quick buzzword way to say it. Damn it. Because yeah. if I say alien, it's like, well, that's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of fucking me up here, Ridley. I'm more of a Prometheus guy. Mm. So that's what we're going to be going today. Uh, you can email the show at any time by writing into streamingthingspod at gmail.com. That's streaming at gmail.com. We would like you to do that specifically because we're trying to kick around the old. Uh, what's the word? Not the bucket. That'd be terrible. the the hacky sack kick around the old hacky sack yeah as the saying as the idiom goes yeah we're We're, we're about to sack some hackies (laughs) what we're trying to do is find out uh, what other patreon tiers you folks might be interested in what other kind of benefits and rewards might entice you or might be fun and so because we're going to create an expanded patreon page soon but we're like what would what would people want what would what would people want
2: what would Brian
1: Boitano do yeah yeah if he were here right now (laughs) Uh, yeah let us in even if you're not even a patron and you were like hey if you guys offered this i would be i would be smitten you would have my attention you would have my three dollars i don't know whatever yeah just we are just looking for ideas we had some ideas of our own but we were kind of thinking like is that right for our listeners and so we're 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 throwing it to you what what interests you
0: yeah because we build um you know this whole platform that we think would be fun for people to, to sign up for and then you're like i'm not even interested in that whatever that might be that's not good so just maybe just give us some feedback on hey we'd like this 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 would be kind of a fun option you know i would pay i'd buy that for a dollar to quote nah. uh is it robocop right yeah so any hoozle, that's something that we're doing uh also real quick this is this might seem silly there's an
1: app called q q u uh bear with us it's not what you think yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jesus <laughs>
2: Christ. They need to change that
1: Q U E U E as
0: in a line, right? Another, a synonym for line. And what it does is it tracks your, the things that you're looking forward to watching both TV shows and films. And it's a lot like letterboxd. Sure. But it has TV shows on it. So I recently joined the Q platform and I have been in talks with the, the Q folks. Uh, Q-U-E-U-E, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're skirting yes. so close to the line of like, on the latest Q drop, uh, <laughs> Q said. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 uh, And I'm actually a verified user on Q. Like I have the blue check mark. <gasps> you got a blue check mark? Okay. Q, the TV and film app. Uh, so if you could sign up for that, and by the way, it's for iOS only right now. So it's Apple users only. But if you sign up for Q, or maybe you're already on it, just follow me at Movies Are Therapy, just like Twitter and TikTok. Uh, I will... Enter you into a contest that we're having where the winner, randomly drawn from the people that follow me and listen to this show, will get to force us to watch a movie and we'll do an entire episode deep diving that film. And I know we do a lot of stuff like that, but it's just something fun. I'm trying to build a platform on Q because it's a newer thing, and I think that could be fun. You could have the power
1: that dictates what we watch. Just Mm. you, no poll, no suggestions, yeah, no democracy. Your will, and we must bow to it. Bow your shits. Uh, how can they send, send that in? Is that, uh, did you say that how they can send them proof that they followed
0: you? Sure. You can, uh, maybe screenshot it. Tell me your username, whatever. Just send it into the email streaming at gmail.com. And, uh, and I will know and that you've done it
2: in the subject line. Q U.
0: Yes. Subject line. Q U E U E. Should we do that? Sure. Yeah. yeah. We don't want the, just the letter Q.
1: Cause that, no, could, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is important. In the subject line, you have to spell out the word Q. Yes. How do you spell it? Andy Q U E U E. It sounds like
0: you're saying Ewey after you say Ewy. QU. So, just, so that's a good heuristic to remember to remember that. So that's something that we're doing. But again, uh, also Patreon tiers that you might be interested in or rewards or benefits that might be fun because we're trying to build on that. Um, uh, Andy, where can they find you on Twitter if they want to tweet they can at you? find
2: me at Andy most days and I'm at Steve May
0: 13 and you can tweet the show at stream thing pod. That's at stream thing pod. Streaming things was taken. And Streaming Things Pod was too long, so it's at Stream Thing Pod. Well, then that brings us to the what you're all really here for our uh, daily Mad Lib dose that we're going to give you here. Steve, what have you been cooking up for us, buddy?
1: Well, uh, as you all know, we have a new Mad Libs book. It is an 80s themed Mad Libs, and I couldn't find an alien themed one, so I thought, hey, I'll use this one that could be kind of indiana jones themed the bonus episode you can find on patreon right now if you sign up at the five dollar or more tier always be plugging Mm -hmm. and this mad libs is titled Cool whips. Oh, oh, nice! You get it because he has a whip. Indiana Jones has a
0: whip. Yeah, and it's also an allusion to one of my favorite snacks. Yeah, the cool. whipped cream knockoff, cool whip. Cool whip. A
2: little bit of that cool on whip. Some angel food cake. You know what I'm saying and strawberries. Strawberries. Oh,
1: yes. Let's get that after we get done recording. That's my
2: favorite sm- cake.
1: You crumble some. I get it for my birthday. like straight
0: up strawberry shortcake with cool yeah. oh, with whipped yeah. cream. Yeah. Angel food cake is also so
1: good. Okay, so here we go. Let's get the words to put the pen to the paper and make a story called Cool Whips. You guys ready? Yes. Andy is now. First up, I need a noun. Karate. Look at
0: the nouns on that guy.
1: <laughs> Dude, he's got huge nouns. Look at the nouns on him. Wow. Uh, number. Uh, three. Animal. Aardvark. Celebrity. Cameron Diaz. OCD? OCD. I need a vehicle punch buggy uh noun beer i need another noun daffodil vehicle train letter of the alphabet w noun carcinogens uh verb inoculate animal kangaroo noun interloper noun persecution adjective
2: plump plump noun goes with plump
0: i know what you're getting at yeah I know what you're saying. Philosophy.
1: Noun. Yeah. <laughs> <Down>.
0: Tater. <laughs> I thought you were going to say cake.
1: What's taters, Francis? <laughs> what's, ta- what's taters? Potatoes. <laughs> vehicle
0: is the last word I need. What a weird match. Like, there was zero, there was one adjective. Yeah.
1: Um, Another vehicle. Hot <laughs> air balloon. All right, let's find out how hot air balloon fits into the story about cool whips <laughs> at the end of this episode. I cannot wait. And the plump philosophy,
0: oh, oh, fuck. I, oh that philosophy is so plump. Mm-hmm. Look at the philosophy on that guy, mm-hmm. hanging a little. We're bit looking left. at Sigmund Freud. He must work out. He was a psychologist. Yep. so uh, that brings us to our coverage on some of our favorite alien movies this one was tough so what we're going to do is we're going to go from three to one a little bit of a weird style there get it because everybody does that and then uh we'll probably have some outliers and just overall talk we're talking about this by the way because we just reviewed monday a couple of days monday we just reviewed monday
2: <laughs> it's pretty shit
1: day of the week <laughs> honest. not a fan i gotta go back we're to doing work. our
0: top three favorite days on streaming things number three i gotta go with monday at the bottom uh,
1: because there's only 3 days to write. <laughs> Monday, Friday, and Saturday. We all know this. That's
0: how it actually feels in my
1: life. <laughs> it's like 4
0: Mondays. Uh <laughs> Any hoozle on Monday, we just reviewed Nope with our wonderful guest, Sydney. She was a blast. I love talking to her. Yep. Great person. Uh, So we thought, hey, let's keep the Nope theme. And we couldn't think of anything Nopey. So we came up with some alieny. Right. And so that's what brought us to this. Let's start with Andy. andy has been working hard on this. What is your number three of all of the many hundreds of alien
2: uh, tangential movies? Okay. So I don't, these three movies are near and dear to my heart. And it's impossible to put them in any kind of order that is uh, indicative of their quality or what they mean to me. Uh, But the first one that I want to talk about, uh, because it's the one that I've watched, I think the most recently, is uh, Denis Villeneuve's 2016 epic Arrival. Such a good movie.
1: damn... Coming out of the gate hot, Andy. Dude, dude.
2: Um, so it's not what you think when you think alien movie. Like, oh, yeah, an alien movie. Obviously, we're going to spend nine tenths of the film uh, trying to d- derive their syntax and learn their language so we can better communicate with them. And that's that really is almost all of the the film. It's just watching Amy Adams in her little suit, miming shit at a big blob or not big blob, a big tentacle that, uh, graffiti's (laughs) some, some stuff on the piece of glass. And, oh my God, it's fucking riveting. It is so, so interesting. And a lot of times movies like this, where they try to, uh, dangle their philosophy, if you will, Mm. um, it, it, uh, falls flat in the end. And this movie really, really doesn't, uh, it's, O- often these types of high con high concept, um, call them, I don't know, elitist, uh, um, sci-fi films when, when they try to impress their morals on you at the end, it, it fails. Um, I'm looking at like, uh, interstellar, you know, uh, that, that movie, uh, really kind of falls flat for me. But Andy in, in love the, is the at key at the end of the third act. Love but, is the key. Man. Yeah. Um, uh, but this movie really doesn't. And, uh, Amy Adams is absolutely fucking riveting. It also has uh, Jeremy Renner, who is fantastic in it. And there's like the polit, they deal a lot with the politics of what first contact would be in real life. And, uh, at the whole, the, the, the science, that they approached the the concept with is just uh fascinating and brilliant and it's so interesting to me because the uh the writer of this film is not somebody that you've been like oh my god like the guy that wrote arrival he must have wrote some awesome stuff he did like final destination five mm, and,
1: classic uh, the best of the bunch yeah yeah totally.
2: <laughs> uh i really want to revisit the first final destination by the dude, way dude i it actually holds up. It really does. You watched it recently. Yeah. Well, I, recent is with air quotes. But, yeah. Uh, I watched it in within the last five years, and yeah, honestly, I, like I had a pretty good time with it. Uh, but the dude, uh, he also wrote like the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street from 2010, and uh, with Jackie Riley. Yeah. Who crushed it? I feel like the mm-hmm. makeup didn't do him any favors, but no. Uh, yeah, I, I think that Arrival's great. I mean, we all love this movie, right? Absolutely. It's one of yeah. it's
0: quickly becoming one of the best movies of the last couple of decades, uh, it's, you know, since it's come, come out, I think people have learned to appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. When you first said arrival, I thought you were talking about the Charlie Sheen alien movie.
1: Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, Has anyone else seen that I other seen than that me that with the aliens that their, their legs like, yeah, they do the them. leggy bendy backy thingies. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way to describe it. Did you just laugh, Steve one star. Mm. Fuck.
0: <laughs>
2: Get your shit together. That man. was a so phenomenal sorry.
0: choice. And I just, I had complete faith. Someone else would pick it. No. Um, and I was right. Steve, what was your number three? I know you're a big alien guy.
1: I am a big alien guy. Um, This comes from a place of uh, love of sci-fi and love of a personal phobia of mine. Uh, You love that phobia? I do love that phobia. How does one get a phobia of something they've never encountered? Are you a phobophiliac? Uh, well, Chris, that would imply that I've never encountered aliens before.
0: Oh, you're about to drop a big tinfoil hat bomb on us. So <laughs> not follow not me always. on cue. <laughs> yeah, <follow>, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's really the lizard people. They're controlling everyone's minds. Uh, no. when So when I was younger... Uh, gosh, how old was I? I had to have been like twenty-nine. Yeah, I had I had to be at least thirty. Uh, but no, when I was like nine, ten, I remember my we, we moved to this new house, and my mom got this like. Remember those? You'd have to have like a satellite dish to get cable. My mom had a ridiculously large satellite dish it was comically huge it like sat in the backyard it was look at the satellite dish mm. on steve's mom and you you had to (laughs) the 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 control was like a blue screen with white text that was like channel eight hundred thousand. yeah i never i think andy did you have satellite tv for a minute i Uh, swear you did adam got it for his bedroom
2: like he when he was like 16 or 17 was like i don't i don't fuck with cable i'm gonna go with dish yeah that didn't work out yeah in the scheme of technology well, that's why
1: my mom i found out years later the, the reason why she got that satellite dish was she paid like because our house was like pretty far off away from the road so she paid for this cabling to run all the way to the house right and she paid a lot of money so she we could have this cable dude came out to install it and he was like you bought the wrong type of cable It was supposed to be this type it's like well this is the type you told me to buy it's like "Nah, i didn't Wow. And so instead of buying for a new cable, she was like, fuck those guys and just got a satellite. (laughs) Yeah, I don't blame her. Um, But anyway, we had the satellite. And I remember it was over the summer, no school. I'm staying up way later than I should, right? Everyone's gone to bed. I'm the only one awake. And I stumble upon a, uh, it was some type of like late night sci-fi quote unquote documentary about the Roswell Mm -hmm. Area 51 incident and i forget what it's called but this footage is called something specific it's like it's fairly famous but it's a it's a supposed autopsy of the aliens that crashed in Roswell, right? And it's, it's, I think a proven fake, it's not real, but it looks very convincing. Like, and imagine like being a really young kid, watching any type of autopsy, grainy black and white footage, that's horrifying, right? So watching an alien one, for whatever reason that instilled this incredible fear in me, specifically of like little gray aliens, um it just horrifies the, the shit out of me. Like, I don't know why it's just, it's just like, I see him and I'm instantly like, good. Were you a no. big fan of the X files as a tot? I did not watch X files because I knew they were there and I did not want to be scared. They, they were scary as fuck. I those have those since, episodes. I, have, I have since gone back and watched X files on Netflix and I had to stop because I would get angry because every episode would be, uh, uh scully would run into an alien and then at the end of the episode, it's like well did i really it's like bitch there were 50 of them and they touched you everywhere and you were fully cognizant and it was in broad daylight oh, stop it she's a skeptic at what point at what cost chris <laughs> uh and it was, it was just driving me mad because Mulder's like god damn i really wish i could get an alien to feel me <laughs> no he's like again because <laughs> it happened to him but uh and I'll go into this later when when a more appropriate for my number one. But I have some stories to tell you. But I'll I'll you know I'll leave I'll us hanging there. Back. I'll circle back. Okay, but that's where my fear of aliens comes from, and it's sci-fi, and I love all that shit. And this is a long road to get to the point that my number three is Independence Day. <laughs> okay, Independence Day is a kick-ass movie, right? Yes, Can we all agree on it that? Is. Uh, th- it is. When when you talk about an alien invasion specifically type of movie, this is the model that all movies should hope to aspire to be because you've got a huge cast international all around the world. You get to see... You know, all these smaller stories kind of told within a much larger story. You get the, the really cool special effects that were groundbreaking at the time. You get really fun performances from uh, Will Smith and uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, we're going to give the virus a cold. <laughs> or, 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 I'm sorry. We're going we're to give the aliens a cold. Uh, and it, it, it's, it's just so fun to watch. And to this day, like even on like... Fourth of July, I'm always half tempted to just turn on Independence Day just to hear uh, Bill Pullman's uh, Independence Day speech at the end of that movie. We Uh, will not go quietly into the night. We will not finish without a fight. Now, that's
0: from Interstellar. (laughs) I'm trying to remember Bill Pullman's brother, I think, or son was just in a movie that we all watched um, or at least was making the rounds that I watched. And I can't fucking find out what his name is is or anything. And it's really not relevant enough, but that's what I was doing. I was freaking out.
1: I saw you clickety clacking on your phone. I was furiously
0: trying to find where Bill Pullman's family member was recently uh, on the big screen.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully he wasn't in uh, that's a classic choice though.
0: I I loved independent independence day. Uh, I, I watched it many, many times. Um, And, you know, I was a huge Will Smith fan. I watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air religiously. I loved Men in Black. I've said that many times. And Independence Day as well. Like, uh, I even, I was known to Wild Wild West. From from Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West? Occasionally.
2: Mm -hmm. I was known to do that. Dude, I was such a massive fan of Independence Day, and I got so many flashbacks as you as you started to talk about it because I hadn't thought about that movie. On it's weird. Uh, it's, it was such a culture culturally relevant thing, and uh, I have not thought about that movie in so long. And like, I just had this vivid memory of uh, buying a birthday present for a uh, neighbor kid named Jeremy up the street. Uh, God, I had to have been uh, a child and, uh, the, uh, the Independence Day action figures came with a floppy disk for a PC game where you could, uh, I remember that you could play, uh, s- some super crummy tie in Independence Day, Independence Day game thing. And, uh, dude, we had such a fucking blast playing this game. We're like, oh my fucking God, we get to play a computer game too. Uh, dude, it was the best, but like, that that we we were talking about Men in Black recently and like the cultural re- relevance of he uh, was one Will of my Smith favorite childhood movies yeah and uh, I don't know what it is about Will Smith and aliens man
1: but uh, something just clicks I just like how he welcomes them to Earth <laughs> I think that's why it's so good to have him in an alien film because you need someone to kind of be like hey welcome to Earth <laughs> after he punches them
2: yeah, yeah he is that woo. <laughs> i've got to get me one of these yeah when he first <laughs> flies the ufo absolutely
1: and everybody agreed uh, there's so many good people in that movie like we mentioned will smith bill pullman jeff goldblum but i mean there's also like fucking judd hirsch is in this we get a randy quaid He's sighting. Harsh. randy quaid yeah yeah i forgot he was in the fuck dude oh my god i forgot so much about this movie f- f- uh vivica a fox can't forget her mm. and for all my star trek fans out there we got brent spiners in there all six of them uh, <laughs> there's dozens of us. For all my uh, Firefly Serenity fans out there, Adam Baldwin's in this. So. I was going to say, Nathan Fillion's not in that, is he? No, Adam Baldwin is uh, Jane from Firefly. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The man Adam's they call Jane. Bald- the man called Jane. <laughs> is he the one that was in Chuck? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah, I like him. I met him once. Oh, cool. I was a nervous wreck. <laughs> did, did he have a gun? Probably. Because Aerosmith said he had one. He, he's the type of dude. <laughs>
0: oh, sorry. Boo. <laughs> Chris, you're number three. My number three. Baldwin's got it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the song goes. <laughs> My number three is The Fifth Element. Ooh, lots of aliens. Corbin Dallas, Multipass. I loved this movie more than I can say. Uh, I also watched Heavy Metal weird anime a lot hell yeah my guy and it's i feel like this inspi- that inspired luke Besson when he wrote the the fifth element i'm not sure but it's got bruce willis it's got mila jovovich gary oldman ian holm who had forgotten was in this film of ian holm uh chris tucker's in it of course even luke perry damn it and brian james who uh i feel like was in a bunch of like I feel like he's in Blade Runner for sure. He's just got that face. He was just in everything back then. A bunch of like Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Um, you just have to look him up. Look at the face. Oh, and Tom Lister Jr. Plays Debo in Friday. Uh, I was obsessed with the the aesthetic of the fifth element when I was a kid. Like the whole. I, Brian but, James was in Blade Runner. Yeah. You see? I saw that. First. He's,
1: he's the dude that uh, fails the replicant test in the very beginning. He's like, why is the turtle on its back?
0: Damn it. I'm, a, I'm a face wow. genius. You are. I'm yeah. a face genius. That's pretty good. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know how you see a face sometimes and you're no, just, sure. like you do the Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was obsessed with this movie and the whole idea of Bruce Willis as this like space cabbie. Uh, and I'll never forget the the opera scene with the, the the blue lady, the bright blue lady alien, who's like beautiful but obviously very extraterrestrial, right? Like she's terrestrial, but there's a lot of extra there. But I'm still like <laughs> into it. And then nice. the sad sad thing happens, right? Like that's embedded in my memory, like with her like, like getting shot in the stomach, and it's a whole thing. Uh, and I. Do I even need to say how obsessed with Mila Jovovich I was in my adolescence? Um, Everybody.
1: (laughs) You might need to elaborate. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Multipass. Open Dallas, (laughs) multipass. Love that movie. Want to watch it again soon. Gary Oldman's the villain in that, right? He is. He's like got that. He's weird got the like plastic, plastic head, head cover thing. thing. He was always
0: out there. I mean, you got this is right after True Romance, mm-hmm. uh, The Professional, Leon, The Professional, and then this. And he was just really off the wall and all of that stuff. And
2: Rosencrantz and Guildenstern
0: at some point. Oh, yeah. We, we watched that in yeah, uh, the high school AP English. Yeah. yeah it was so good, good times. It was good times. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my number three. I, and again, there was a good 20 that could have justifiably been in the top three just off the top of my head. But I wanted to give some shout outs to the fifth element because I didn't think anybody else would pick it. Mm. And that's my number three. Andy,
2: what is your number two? So my number two is the alien movie that I've probably seen the most. And, uh, it's probably the closest thing to a cheat that I have, but it is absolutely an alien movie. And that movie is Cloverfield. Oh, I thought <gasps> you were going to say I'm something so else. I'm so glad
1: you said that.
2: Cloverfield's <laughs> dope. Cloverfield fucking rocks. It is the best found footage movie ever made. Yes. By I thought mile. you were going to say another one. Oh, okay. Like 10 Cloverfield Lane? Or? Well, I don't want to give you. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. In case it's on um, someone's
2: list. But. Sure. Sure. Um, so cloverfield is a story about it's a guy who is moving away he's moving to uh japan i, I think. think so yeah and uh he has like this unrequited he, he had this unrequited love with this girl for a really long time they had a small fling for a moment and then he got a new job and he had to leave and so like they both have feelings for each other still and uh th- it's told beautifully because the whole the film is the whole conceit of the film is that one there's a going away party for this guy one of the fuck up friends uh, that is attending the party is asked to
1: play by film the events pay, pay, played by known fuck up tj miller yes uh so perfectly cast <laughs> oh that was tj miller yeah, yeah dude he plays uh, hud
0: i didn't know him do you at the love time? how
1: the 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 character who is the camera is named hud yeah oh that's brilliant <laughs> um
2: the so he, he is tasked with filming this going away party and uh, he's really, really bad at it. And he periodically films the wrong things. So there's lots of really in- fun found footage tricks that they do where it's like, you hit record when you thought you were stopping the recording and it's like, you did a great job after the important part was missed and then it will cease recording and then cut to the tape that he's taping over, which was like the one great day that the protagonist had with this girl before everything went to shit. And uh, there's just so many brilliant little touches and it it's a horror film in a lot of ways. It's a kaiju film in a lot of ways. Um, and they treat the monster like jaws and it's brilliant. You barely ever see things that happen. Um, and there's just so many beautiful cinema tricks. And I, I know that like any found footage film, um, you know, if if you get like motion sickness easy, this film's not going to be for you, but like, it is just captivating from start to finish. And I, I watch it like, twice a year, probably like this, this movie is just so interesting to me and so well done. And, uh, it spawned a pretty wonderful, like, uh, larger universe, like 10 Cloverfield Lane. I know Chris likes that movie way more than the uh, original Cloverfield. And it is a great film. on yeah, it's, own it's right. great. And I almost put it on this list too. But I was like, I had to be true to myself and be like, the actual Cloverfield is just, it's just. A, it's, did that's that's, either of you watch the Cloverfield Paradox? I did. It, I did. it, it was really cool because they like stealth dropped it in the middle of the Super Bowl or something. It was such a cool trick where uh, they paid massive money to get a, a Super Bowl ad. And they're like, by the way, available right now. Uh, or no, it's like it will be available as soon as the Super Bowl's over, and uh, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Well, I'm gonna stay up and watch that. It kind of sucked, but uh, (laughs) I heard it's terrible. I never watched it.
1: It's not great. Yeah, but the first two are really, really good. Um, yeah, I Ten Cloverfield Lane is amazing, but I I don't know. Like the alien aspect of it is not what the main tension of that. Right, it's just like it's a a fun backdrop. I think the
0: script had nothing to do with Cloverfield, and they just to get funding put Cloverfield in the title.
1: Yeah. Mm Uh, but no, the first Cloverfield is honest to God. Amazing. The scene in the subway, uh, where they go into the subway to hide from the, the big Kaiju monster, but that Kaiju monster has like lice and, but like, a Kaiju's lice is the size of, like a St. Bernard. <laughs> yeah, dude. And that's honestly one of the most horrifying horror scenes in my, in the last couple of decades. Like, I love that scene. That and, movie, uh, Lizzie Kaplan, her, her sequence in that. I was just want to say this movie introduced me to Lizzie Kaplan, who I fucking adore. I love her so much. Um, and, yeah. uh, it also introduced me to Matt Reeves, the director who, uh, has since gone on to make some amazing films like the Planet of the apes movies and was the best man. Batman. And awesome. let me in, and let me
2: in. Yes, which I think was before Cloverfield, wasn't it? I believe so, two thousand eleven yeah. or so. Yeah, I think so. Oh no, I, I feel like Cloverfield was, yeah, that was two thousand eight. Oh wow, wow, good year. It's a long time ago.
1: Two thousand eight was a stellar year for movies. It's not great know, for the economy in America, mm. but for movies, things, <laughs> some things went down. Yeah,
0: uh, mainly the housing market. <laughs> Steve, by the way, you should watch the movie. There's a
1: movie about it. Uh, Steve, what's your number two? Uh, My number two is kind of an opposite in terms of all the other movie, uh, alien movies we've discussed, but it's maybe the most basic choice, I think. But I have to put it on because it's a very seminal movie for me. Uh, And that is E.T., Steven Spielberg's E.T. At one point, the highest grossing movie of all time. It's no longer that, but for a while it was. But uh, this movie... I, I love it so much. So this was my favorite movie as a little kid. Like, I legit 100% wore out the VHS tape we had at home because I would watch it, just rewind it, watch it again. My mom wouldn't even have to check in on me. She'd be like, you still watching ET? Dope. And I'd be like... Uh, I would run into the kitchen whenever there is a scene where he discovers E.T. in the cornfield because that shit's horrifying. It is. But then the rest of the movie is so lovely. Like, oh, he likes Reese's, Pie- Reese's Pieces. I love Reese's Pieces. <laughs> oh my God, he's playing with the Yoda action figure. I have a Yoda action figure. He's just like me, but like he looks like a weird pig thing. <laughs> um, and honestly, the I think E.T. has my favorite John Williams score ever. That might be a hot take. That's probably a hot take. That is definitely uh, a hot take. Literally the last, I think... Maybe 10 minutes of this movie has almost zero dialogue. It's just set to John Wayne. Isn't Williams it score. fucking
0: insane that one man is responsible for like 90% of the memorable movie scores it is in existence?
1: It, he's he's literally like a god amongst men.
0: Na, 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 yep. na, na, na.
1: Like everybody gets happy when they mm-hmm. hear that. The Jaws theme. Da, da, mm-hmm. da, Never heard da, it. it.
0: Mm. Well, it's good. Look Who it has gotten a bath and not mimed the Jaws theme
1: ever? Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. to
0: this day i can't make it through a whole bath without doing that my wife's trying to pour the cup of water over my head She's like quit
1: stop it stop <laughs> it you're still a little shark i
0: haven't <laughs> taken a bath in like 20 years that i highly recommend a bath for you sir baths oh, are great man. it's relaxing baths are great
2: you get some lavender Hot soap. Tubs, pretty close a little guess. epsom salts yeah, yeah
1: Epsom salts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You guys put on a podcast and just light a candle and... I
2: can't handle the sexiness that's going down right now. I have
1: some salts and candles. There is a
2: photo of me. Maybe I'll put it on the sting. Patreon
0: in a bubble bath in Florida and it's hilarious and awesome. Oh, I've seen this picture.
1: And it's black and
2: white too. <laughs> but Steve, go on about ET. It's salacious. <laughs>
1: it is. But no, the, the last 10 minutes of ET has no dialogue. It's just Sean Williams' score and I cry every fucking time. Yes. like this because it's like when they the, the bikes lift off and the music heightens and then he, he phones home and home comes and they're back phoning home and then they hug and then he's like And then you have cell phones then be right here and points to his goddamn heart. And then his heart's glowing. Cause he's so full of love. God damn it. And then he he waddles up to his little friend who's sitting at the top of the ramp who can't go down and greet him like a, like a polite person. Well, in their, in their homeland, that's not a thing. That's true. (laughs) Uh, But uh, dude. And, and then when he's like sick and dying, you're so sad. And just the connection between this puppet, you know, it's et's e. a puppet. It's not even really a. I, I guess there is a little person in the suit, but then there's also puppeteering going on. But there's a you're just puppet. ruining the magic for me. Later. <laughs> just I hate it. These <laughs> little kids are interacting with this little puppet, and it's so convincing. You really feel Do the connection that e. he and Elliot have.
0: Took Reese's pieces home to his home planet and was like, "These are fucking fire!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we have to go back." <laughs> We got to get more Reese's piece <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that like originally it was supposed to be M&Ms were supposed to be the candy. But yeah. it was like, that's a weird ass idea. No, thank you. Yeah. And then Reese's pieces became the biggest fucking candy of all time. Yeah. And m ms like, well, oh, shit, <laughs> that was like the,
0: uh, it was like the Pete best of candy.
1: And the original drummer for the Beatles. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a music person, but my mind went to In Sync for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> There's one dude named Pete. who's like could have been fucking me. <laughs> bye, Just, bye bye bye. <laughs> Justin Timberlake should have been Pete Best. Yeah, Justin Timberlake replaced Pete Best. It <laughs> hey, could have been me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bye bye bye.
0: Sure. Oh, so many good in yeah. sync puns. But Chris, your number two. My number two. This is going to sound lame to the uninitiated, perhaps, because they're like, out of all the alien movies, you could have chosen. You picked my favorite Martian. You picked a Tom Cruise action film. I
2: almost put this on my list. Yes.
0: Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. Is one of my favorite action films of all time. It is also an alien film because they're fighting aliens. Uh, I adore this movie. This is one of those movies that I watch every six months or so. And it is one that is endlessly entertaining each and every time like there's I don't know maybe a hundred movies out of the three thousand I've seen that I have to finish once I start and it's a pleasure every damn time and they're the reason I haven't seen more movies because I'm like oh, I'm watching Edge of Tomorrow for the 19th time that's why I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in the West uh, so <laughs> I just I just think it's so well done such a, to- a toit script uh, as they say in Ireland and I don't know where that came from and, but uh, Emily Blunt, I think, was unknown to me at the time of watching this movie for the first time. That's probably not usual. I don't know where else I would have known her or should have known her. But this is where she was fully on my radar. Uh, I, th- I think the fact that we don't get more of Emily Blunt's character holding that giant anime sword. Dude, I oh, want sweet. the prequel so fucking right? badly. It drives me insane. I want her story so badly. Yes, please. I don't get know if it's, to it's been us. too long to get the sequel now, but any she goes, doesn't I'm, age. So it's cool. What, I mean I just mean like Devil Wars Prada is probably her breakout. She's in that
1: movie? Oh, that's right. She's yeah. like the underling that's kind of the antagonist to I'm a big fan of Devil Hathaway's Wars Prada character, right? That's who she plays, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh yeah. And she was Looper five years. Do
2: you yeah she, she was played. in Looper? Yeah. God, who, I haven't who seen who that movie in, in a long time. Long time. Uh Looper, she played um Oh fuck. She she was like the mom of the kid that uh uh Bruce oh, Willis is out yeah, there yeah, to yeah. kill oh
0: okay that's a that's due for a rewatch, by it the is. way Looper that's a damn good script as well mm, I haven't seen that in a hot minute so I'm, yeah I'm gonna have to go with Edge of Tomorrow you might know it as Live Die Repeat then you would be uh would
1: be no fault of yours if that's how you know that film or All You Need Is Kill <laughs> indeed <laughs> good title it's a great movie <laughs> I think All You Need Is Kill is a pretty great title oh uh,
0: all you need is kill
1: Ba-ba-da-da-da. But with machine guns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <right>.
1: oh, <laughs> give,
0: <laughs> give me
1: another take. Give me another take. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. We got it. <laughs> I
0: don't know what's going on, but I went with it. Andy,
1: yes.
2: what is your number one alien film that you put on this list? Well, I'm so glad that I saved this for last because uh, we can continue our uh, blunt gasm. Uh my number 1 that I put on this list is a quiet place. Nice. It's a good um, one. Um starring Emily These Blunt. These are aliens. They, they are. They sure are. They're aliens that have super duper duper good hearing and, and uh, no eyes. And no eyes. Don't go down uh, that road. So uh, written directed by John Krasinski, uh starring Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, and uh it is uh, this the reason that I saved this for number 1 is because uh it it, it it's incredible to me when a movie in in some small way uh, changes s- my cinematic experience for me, like it changes the way that I think about movies. And uh, you know, like most times when you see a movie, it's because you you see it because you in the theaters because you want to see it first, and you you want the cinematic experience, the communal experience. You want to laugh along with people. But this is the first film ever where it's like, let's all be quiet together. And it's like, and you always feel weird when you're in a movie and it's quiet and you're trying not to like chew loud. You wait until there's noisy stuff happening to open your popcorn. But it's like, I sat there with a large popcorn on my lap and didn't take a bite for the whole fucking film because it's so quiet the whole time. And you're just the experience of being in a packed theater where everybody is just like, you shut the fuck up for quiet place. <laughs> We're in the quiet place. You guys, it was incredible. And the movie was so fucking good. And so talk about a tight script. It was fucking geniusly written. beautifully directed. Um, like it tears your fucking heart out from the beginning. And then it doesn't let go from there. Uh, it's like a, a horror alien film that like has more heart. And I think like smart writing than pretty much any other uh sci-fi film that i can think of in the last i don't know 10 years longer um it's just genius and and then we got part two and that was maybe not quite as good but damn near and it's it's just blows my mind that like the the concept of shut the fuck up in a movie theater had never been like gamified in that way before and uh just I'll never ever forget the experience of watching that movie in the theater. And I've watched a home since, and it's great for, for the movie that it is, Uh which is a fucking phenomenal movie, but for the experience that I had in the theater and for it also to be that as great of a film as it was, like it has to be a top spot for me, even if like, I don't go back to it nearly as often as I do like Cloverfield or arrival, but uh, well, no, that's not true. I've probably watched it more than arrival, but it's, yeah man that movie fucking rocks it's a phenomenal film a huge fan 100 percent. hondo
1: mr steve follow that up what is your number one well it's no surprise if you listen to the show long enough that my number one is a little movie called signs <laughs> directed by m night Shyamalan, starring mel gibson joaquin phoenix um there's a Macaul- there's a culkin in there which uh, culkin Right? Isn't the boy a Culkin brother? It's not Geez. Kieran, is it? I don't think so. Uh, and is the, it like the third Culkin? No, Abigail Breslin, I think, is the little daughter. Yeah, dude. It's Rory Culkin. Rory. Rory, that's right. Okay. Uh, no, I, I love this movie so much. It is my favorite horror film. Uh, it scares the bejesus out of me. Again, following that plot line I kind of told you guys before about You know, discovering this autopsy video and just immediately being scared of aliens. So, fast forward to 2002 when this movie comes out. You know, I'm in high school. I see this movie. Oh my God, this is all of my fears all at once. They're, they're, they kind of look like little grays, but they're like human size. They're not like tiny. They're like our size. It's like that's even worse. They're average grays. Oh my God. And they're stalking this family in the middle of who have like this cornfield. And I remember there's that shot where, Mel Gibson's talking to his daughter and they looks out the window and one's just sitting, standing in the darkness on his roof, just staring at them, watching them. And that messed me up so much. Like we had a little dog and I could not take my little dog out at night because I was just so afraid to turn around and look at the roof. And I, I knew there was going to be an alien on my roof. It scared the <laughs> shit out of me. And this movie does so many great things with subtle horror. Like there's the scene where the aliens locked in the pantry and you see the shadow underneath the doorway of it pacing. And then as soon as Mel Gibson's like, oh, we're the police. Like, he tries to pretend like he's not scared. But as soon as he talks, that shadow just becomes, whoop, it's yeah. just still. And it. Little things that work so well. Knowing that it recognizes that he's back, he's behind that door. And it's just, it's just pl- like, you, like, your mind races. Like, what is that thing thinking? It's like, I want to murder the shit out of that guy. And there's just some like the heartwarming
0: storm. comedy in it too, though, that I often forget that works so well
1: yeah the story's are like really wearing
0: game. like the tinfoil hats and yeah. stuff it's so cute yeah and, uh and his famous those uh, children like that and joaquin phoenix's whole character is like this lovable fuck up and mm-hmm. um he was a baseball
2: player or something wasn't he
0: yeah i saw i haven't seen this movie in a long time steve what do you think of the criticism i read earlier today is a really renowned critic that i that i adore like his writing's brilliant and he was like uh You know, Signs is like literally one of the best movies ever made. Like literally it's it's phenomenal. Everything's perfect until the point where it's there's 20 minutes left. (laughs) Like he's like 85% of this movie is the best movie ever made.
1: Is that when they think the aliens
0: left, but then there's one. I don't know what he meant by that. I just thought that's why I'm saying I haven't seen it in so long. What do you think by that?
1: I think that's a fair criticism because like, oh, why would the aliens invade a planet? Native, like 90% water. If oh, that's water what he kills said. Them, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that they supposedly eat people like they, they drug them and they like it's implied that they're consuming the humans. Why would you consume made something water. that's made of water? Right. And I think that's a completely fair criticism. But I do think that they dry us out like jerky. Ooh, maybe that's what they do. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, see, this takes I, a little bit of mental gymnastics. <laughs> I still think the overall script for the movie is so well done, and the the suspense, like the whole when they board the the, the house up and they're trying, the aliens are trying to get in to get them, and there's that whole scene where they eventually get into the basement, and they write the writing is so well where they set up how they get away with everything. They set up like, oh, the little girl doesn't drink all of her water because there's microbes so those are just always left around the house and joaquin phoenix's character is a failed baseball player who always had to swing you know and the little the little boy has asthma so the poison doesn't get in all the way and then the whole point of the story is about as mel gibson's crisis with faith because he used to be a preacher who no Mm -hmm. longer believes because his wife died in a car accident all these things are kind of led to believe like these are divine. Everything happens so perfectly so that this family would make it out of this catastrophe perfectly fine. And I think it's written so well, it's directed so well. It's like one of the last movies that M night and made where it was like hit. Uh, that, that And I think that criticism is fair, but I, I don't really, it does. It doesn't take away from the rest of the movie for yeah. me. Cause I think it's just a really sweet movie. And again, it's a James Newton Howard score. Fucking stellar ass score. This is some great music in this movie. Awesome. Uh, do you guys remember the the the, the no, music? No, oh. no, dude, I? Dude, I haven't seen this movie since
2: like twenty ten? or something. Yeah, it would have been. I think it was longer for me. I, I want to say high school.
1: Do yourself a favor and just YouTube the opening credits of Signs because it's it's kind of it's, a Hitch, bop. it's Hitchcockian where they play like they show the opening the opening credits. It's just the credits for the movie, but set yeah. to like tension music kind of like how hitchcock used to do in all his films but it's essentially the the science theme played for like three minutes and it's fucking fire it's like ooh, i'm tense i'm hyped I'm ooh, ready to go you had to shake it off there steve <sighs> just thinking about <sighs> it <laughs> uh chris i'm gonna let you say your number one and then i can tell you guys a little scary story uh, well
0: i um, i want to say i want to spend one second going through some things that i'm shocked you guys didn't say a couple of i think it might mm-hmm. be cute and fun before i say my my number one is so obvious it's dumb
2: i just i literally couldn't lie so There's so many that there yeah, are, yeah. these have been super obvious i knew steve was going to say signs but that was the only one where i was i'm like, shocked definitely going to be a thing both of these uh, i thought steve was going to be the one to say galaxy quest
1: it's on it's on my list of mentionables yeah, yeah, yeah galaxy I, quest i'm is also great.
0: surprised you didn't say mars attacks
1: yeah I, I thought of that one you're a kooky guy um, I'm not a huge fan of Mars Attacks, actually. Really? I mean, it's fun, but it's not a movie I go back and watch again because it's a little too <laughs> outside my yeah. Rat, rat, rat,
0: The thing, I guess we couldn't mention just because we did so much coverage did. on the yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, but the thing is fire. I also expected Steve to say
2: super eight. Um, oh, Super Eight is good. I didn't think about that. You're either. a big JJ I boy. I almost, I tried to watch that the other day, and my streaming thing broke, and I just went to bed instead. But I, Dude, I love that movie. That I, is a good movie. I'm surprised. Two that I expected Andy to pull out of his hat are Hitchhiker's Guide. Yes, although the movie's okay, the books are
0: true, it's amazing. You're more, you're more akin to the movie. Uh, more, uh, uh, what's the word? It's very. Doesn't matter. You like the movie more. Partial the to better. the books. Yeah, partial. You're more partial to the books.
1: Uh, this guy keeps saying you like the movie so much, <laughs> and then the world. And he's like, "No, the book, The World's End. <laughs> the yeah, World's that's End. A,
2: that's a real. Oh my God, I didn't think
0: about. Uh, for that. For some reason, I can't love that movie because I I'm such a huge so fan of the Cornetto trilogy. And many, many smart people have said that The World's End is his uh, magnum opus, and I, it's the one I like. Oh, really. It's the one I like by far the least. Same.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I've even watched like Mikey Newman do 20 minute long videos explaining why it's the most genius. And at the end, I'm like, I'm like a guy on the internet in my comment section, like
2: disagree. Mid big L (laughs) big L there, Mikey. So intricate, meticulously designed that like all of his movies, you, you catch things that you didn't see the first time around, but that movie you'll do it for a fucking century. There's so many layers to it. It's beautiful. And then there's uh, another one I really wanted
0: you to say, but I didn't. I didn't have the balls either. It was Starship Troopers.
1: Oh yeah! So they're just bugs. So I don't really think of them as aliens. But yeah, they are. The only aliens. good bug
0: is a dead bug. I love that movie so much. <laughs> I, I'm, I adore it. It's movie.
1: afraid. Yeah. One of my biggest
0: uh, adolescent crushes was Denise Richards. Uh, So I watched this movie a
1: ton. That'll that'll be it. One of my biggest crush crushes was Casper Van Diem. So, yeah, for sure. Understood. (laughs) Understood. But uh, my number one. Wait, hold on. There's some other ones I feel like we got to shout out. Okay. because I thought you were going to go through them all, but you you missed some that I would have said. But there's District Nine district yes. nine on my list i thought andy might pull that one out too that was the one that almost made it onto my number three, three. yes I, that I, that never even occurred to me yes men in black of course we talked about briefly yeah men in black alien and aliens duh yeah those are That's classics that you know fruit's too low that fruit is, it fruit doth land too low <laughs> uh annihilation i think is a wonderful we talked I about
2: i really need to revisit that man it was just so not Ex Machina when it came out, mm-hmm. and uh,
0: I've got it in 4K, and I plan on a rewatch very, very soon. I think that's the movie that's going to be like a cult uh, a classic, yeah, in like 20 years. Like, all oh, this is his best ever,
1: and it's definitely not a movie for everybody because it's like very high concept. And you yeah, like the it's, mirror it's guy more, dance at the end lost me, but I really, oh, I find that scene so haunting. And, oh, it is. I mean, it's captivating, but I was
0: just like after the the. The juxtaposed with the bear, I'm like, okay,
1: yeah. The bear scene is the scene. Close Encounters. I don't remember. Oh, uh, I love close. Well, actually, I don't really love Close Encounters because the the main character is not a good person, but it's a great uh, alien movie. Contact. Yeah. I like Contact. I haven't it's seen fine. this since I was a kid. But yeah, I, don't I think it I would have well. appreciated
0: it more as an adult.
1: Attack the Block is awesome. Yeah, that's
0: an amazing movie. I've never
1: seen that. Oh, you should it would love it. Yeah. John Boyega before yeah. Star Wars fighting weird people. Dude, Lowy that Mouth. John Boyega trailer we saw blew my mind. I know, I didn't even recognize unrecognizable. it. Unrecognizable. <laughs> uh, the first half of War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise is great. There's Dude, some really good. really good movie. There's some good sequences yeah. in it, like phenomenal. Like I don't the Tim re- Robbins sequence. I don't like the ending of it, uh, but the first scene where it, it rises out of the ground and it starts the attack is like, honest to God, amazing. Um, uh, there's a movie, The Blob. Do you guys remember The Blob from the 80s specifically? The remake of The Blob? Yeah. No awesome horror film it breaks one of the it breaks the the golden rule of horror film where you kill a kid um, oh wow well. yeah and it's not great it's quite awful uh but it's a it's got great practical effects and gore if you're into that kind of stuff it's really cool uh and then the last predator i don't know if you count that one but predator, oh, for sure great he's an alien and i want to shout out a movie called fire in the sky uh which I've seen that one. I, I did not keep it on the list, but I wanted to talk about it. I because wonder if I saw
0: that as a kid and don't recognize the title.
1: It's about a guy who gets abducted, uh, and like he's hanging out with friends, but he gets abducted while his friends are out, and then he goes missing for a day and shows back up, and so he he doesn't know what happens to him, but it's like they kind of leave it in mystery like did he get abducted by aliens or did he just get lost in the woods it's like this weird thing and the press starts kind of making fun of him because it's like can you believe this guy thinks he got abducted by aliens what an idiot but then i did watch this they do a flashback a and they show you what actually happened to him and he did get abducted to him and the scene where the aliens are like experimenting on him is legit terrifying and really scary and I remember watching this movie because someone's like, oh, you find aliens scary. This movie's going to fuck you up. And literally, like, if it's an hour and a half long, if it's a 90 minute movie, 80 minutes of it is just a guy like walking around with his friends talking about, well, did I get abducted? I don't know. <laughs> and then 10 minutes of it is like abject terror. <laughs> so you're waiting the whole movie like, where's the aliens at? Oh, shit. There they are. Oh, they're gone. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fire in the sky. If you haven't interested in any of that. We
0: didn't mention uh, killer clowns from outer space. We
2: did not mention that and oh my goodness. we are
1: all the more worse right, for that, it. That's it, guys. Throw in your film the review worser. badges.
2: Badges. Uh under the skin. Yeah. Uh, oh Scarjo. Scar mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's uh yeah. I haven't seen that. So influential for our bread and butter, Stranger Things. Yeah, that's uh, gonna be on HBO Max in August. They got Is two, it? like twenty
0: eight twenty four A24 films dropping, so that's cool.
2: Oh, I can finally see that movie because I not probably seen it. cheap to say, but like Guardians of the Galaxy or The Suicide Squad, you know, like so a lot of those movies came up on like
0: top list, and Steve and I voted nah. Didn't yeah. count. Didn't count. Uh, count. uh, uh The Faculty dude oh wow holy Josh shit yes. i love that, that i love that movie too and then oh. uh, of course i don't think anybody's going to mention this one. i wrote it down
1: uh species oh, okay. do you remember that I yeah remember species isn't it like Force whitaker Force whitaker has natasha hestridge is that her, her first movie and then um doc, doc oxen that as well oh um <gasps> That's who it was.
0: Sam Molina. Sam Molina. Ma- Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Oh. Who's Sam? I don't know. Who the fuck is he, Sam? He just fucking made that up. Alfred Molina. He's in... Um, I was just like Sam Molina. Indiana yeah. Jones. <laughs> He's in Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's, yeah. that's the person throw, I was trying to think throw of. Throw me the whip. Yeah. I give you the idol. <laughs> throw me the whip. He was such an asshole in that movie. So my number one is like Andy pointed out is a super low hanging fruit. It's alien from 1979. Oh, okay. And that's why I went on this long tan- tangent because I was embarrassed at how, how obvious it was. <laughs> but if I'm being honest and I'm, I never lie. Alien. Friends don't do that. From 1979 is one of the best movies ever made. I think it is perfect. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's ballsy. Mm-hmm. It's the second movie of my three that has Ian Holm in it. Yep. Which is no accident, because the man's a damn genius. Ash is a robot. <laughs> it's of course Sigourney Weaver, John Hurt, uh, Tom Skerritt, oh, yeah, John Hurt, Harry Dean Stanton, which is always he's always a creepy motherfucker in, in, in the eighties <laughs> movies. Uh, I, I I adore this movie. I think it's terrifying. Aliens is awesome, and I'm one of the few people that I know that actually really enjoyed Prometheus and Covenant for different reasons. Mm. But the original, mm, mm. the original Alien is by far the best. It's not even close. I love it to death. And uh, even though its name is a, I wish it wasn't called Alien. I could have pulled it, you know, it would have been more surprising on this list. Yeah. Uh, But I was like, I can't leave this off, even if I'm being coy and I want to say species or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think the movie's
2: phenomenal. I love it. I love it to death. It's beautiful. And like, uh, it's, john hurt right that gets the face hugger yeah and he's just laying in that like quarantine zone for so long and it's such a haunting awesome shot of him just alone in that white room uh god it's so good yeah yep so well done so that's my number one steve what were you
0: hanging back there you wanted to get back to something
1: yeah so uh so my fear of aliens has a third part to the story oh okay uh, so in the trilogy, it is a trilogy. It's, and this is the return of the king. The, yeah. This might be aliens three. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, uh, I've talked about where my phobia came from. I talked about the movie that heightened that phobia. And I'm going to talk to you about the climax of my adventure with my alien phobia. In the summer of our Lord's year 2013, I was... Uh, <laughs> that was like the height of the aliens guy, you know, the historic, like historic aliens on eight, on a history, history, ancient, channel. Aliens. ancient aliens. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch this show. So I was like binging it. Right. Cause it's one of those topics where I would always like see these like cheesy shows. I even talked about the unexplained, uh, yeah. Across extremes. Those type With of William shows Shelly. are kind of fun. So I'm watching this show about aliens and I'm like, wow, this is kind of interesting and neat. I don't, I don't, I don't think any of this is true, but this is kind of a really neat take. And, I'm fascinated by the thought process, right? But I'm still kind of scared right? because of my phobia. like yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of like when people watch horror films, right? Uh, but uh, so what proceeds to happen, and I'm a hundred percent sure this is exactly what happened was that I, have sleep paralysis. I suffer from sleep paralysis, but for some reason this summer was the worst summer I've ever had with sleep paralysis at all. How that manifested to me was a series of aliens visitings. Uh, the first one, I was sitting in my bed and alien, like sign size alien appeared at the, at the foot of my bed and I could not move and it was horrifying and I'm literally... Sp- crying like tears of fear because i don't know what to do and in my mind it like grabs my foot and pulls me out of the bed and i lived in the basement of my mom's house at the time and pulls me up the stairs right and then that's where like i wake up and that's where that the dream ends right and it was the most you were horrifying- still in your bed when you woke up yeah i'm still in my bed when i woke up and it was at the time the most horrifying experience i've ever had in my life like i would legit like shaking scared like did not know what to do fast forward to a week later i'm having sleep paralysis yet again but it's daytime because you know how. have you guys ever had sleep paralysis before i think once Uh, so like you know what it feels like where you're fully cognizant but you cannot move right yeah someone explained it
0: to me like the science behind it so your brain secretes a a i don't know if this is even i don't i don't know if this is true but your brain secretes a chemical um, you know, like some kind of you know, neural thing that keeps you from moving in your sleep. Cause you're going to be having dreams. They don't want you, you know, you're evolutionarily. You don't want to be running around and shit when you're dreaming like dog, you know, dogs do that. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, a, it's a natural thing that happens to keep you from moving while you're doing Jumping off out of planes with Tom Cruise and stuff, or you're maybe you're with Harrison Ford in your dream and you're like, be gentle with me. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke that they don't get unless they listen to the Patreon. <laughs> so what happens to people with sleep paralysis is that like secretes it at the wrong time while you're awake. And so you're awake, but it's still in the thing where you can't move and it's right. craziness. But
1: anyway, and oftentimes that allows people to see visions and mm-hmm. uh, people have seen like there are definitely, definitely characters. Like there's a great uh, documentary on sleep paralysis. I, I can't remember the name of it, but there's like a cast of sleep paralysis characters that people often see. So if you meet someone who has it, they can point to like, do you see the tall man? Oh yeah. you told like, me oh, about that. oh yeah, this. tall man. I see tall man too. Yeah. Um, I so, watched this. It's called um, The Nightmare. Yes. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's a really fascinating doc. I almost suggest you don't watch it because you're almost guaranteed to have sleep paralysis. <laughs> afterwards. Because <laughs> someone explained to me, like, if you don't know what sleep paralysis is, you've never heard of it, you'll never have it. But as soon as you learn about it, you're like more likely to have it affect you in your life.
2: It did not give me sleep paralysis, but it is so interesting to, mm-hmm. to think that there's like... You, genres of sleep paralysis, you know, like like you said, like oh, you get the tall man, oh, I get the clown. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's that's so fucking weird to me. Like tarot cards. Yeah. yeah,
1: and and so like the second time it happened to me, it's I'm in my bed, I can't move. I can tell it's morning though, um and my room at the time, I was in a bed in the corner of the room. If you got out of the bed and you walked, like. Uh, away from the bed you would uh, walk over a tile and then go to a door that led outside because it was like a basement but it like led outside and i was sleeping with my back to the door but i'm awake i can tell it's morning but i can't move so i'm like oh, okay let me just kind of wait this out because that happens fairly often i'll wake up and not be able to move and you know it's like it's okay i'm just gonna wait till i can start moving my fingers right well all of a sudden i hear what sounds like bare feet slapping on the tile like Oh like God! Running from the door right up to my bed where I am, and I hear something just breathing v- violently or aggressively right next to my ear, like <sighs> like that, and I I can't move. And it was honest to God, awful and terrifying. It and I cannot portable. do any. And again, this isn't the thing where that I like, freaked me out listening. To I'm that. waking <laughs> up. You know, I'm not, I'm not waking up later. Like I literally like sat there in fear, listening to this slowly. I can start moving my finger slowly. I can start moving my mouth. I'm trying to scream for help. Cause I feel like someone's right behind me. So my mouth is moving, but like I, nothing's I'm like, ah. I hate that feeling. That's <sighs> like, I'm doing that. It's like
0: uh proprioception or something like the real sixth sense. But when you can feel someone behind you, mm-hmm. like really close. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Like that is, uh, uh, that, 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 I didn't like that story, Steve. I'm sorry, I didn't either. Uh, <laughs> but eventually I got to be able to move and I turned and obviously nothing's there, right? At what point does the sound go away, though? Because you said like it's breathing in your ear. It, it went away after about like 15 seconds. Okay. Like it started breathing, f- like it was very aggressive and loud. And after 15 seconds, it stopped. But again, like I don't know if it's just still there and I'm still freaked out. Fast forward to a month later, right? Oh, there's a third. There's a third. There's a
2: trilogy within there's the trilogy.
1: trilogy. <laughs> and this, least, the- this is the weirdest one by far. You had sex with the- it. Yeah. <laughs> no, so this one, I legit wake up. I get out of bed. I go through my morning routine. Um, you know, brush my teeth, take a shower, get dressed, all that stuff. Yep, and I go upstairs. I go outside. I go to my car. I go to unlock the door of my car. I open it up, and then, like from my door, an a al- like a little gray alien, like a tall boy, <laughs> st- <laughs> it's a forty ounce stands, of beer, <laughs> stands up by the foot of my car and like gets in my like face. So like I open I open up the the my the the driver door and then it stands up on the other side of the door looking yeah. at me through the window. And I'm back in bed. I haven't gotten ready. Uh, apparently that was all just a part of a real dream that I like legit just like shuffled through my daily routine of bullshit and then I'm back in bed like as, like they do in movies, right? Yeah. Only time in my life to this day that's ever happened to me. And Again, I can go through life and be like, oh, that was my sleep paralysis or some weird sleep dream that happened. That gives me comfort. But that documentary that we mentioned, like, I was like, oh, you see Tall Man? I, didn't, I do typically see Tall Man on normal uh, sleep paralysis. I did not see Tall Man during these incidents they were very clearly alien incidents and they only happened over the course of like two months one summer and it freaks me the fuck out because again rational me is like that wasn't anything what if there was two but months they're... where steve was haunted by alien real aliens yeah. yeah there's that small part in your brain that's like marvel's what if um mm-hmm. jeffrey wright narrating yeah he's like join me as these aliens fuck steve <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man they're clapping my cheeks i can't move
1: this week they're just gonna run up to his bed and breathe really heavily it's weird i don't get it dude tall man sounds
2: so much scarier to me than the aliens but uh, i mean i guess if you have already an established
1: phobia well tall man when i do see tall man he's just standing there he doesn't do anything. He's pretty cool for real. He's pretty. I mean, it, I, it's so happened. Sucks. up, dude. You stop there. Yeah. It's move. Sucks. It's happened so often in my life that when I see tall man, I don't. I'm not scared because I'm like, oh, he's just going to stand there and stare at me. And he's going to voyeur me. Hmm. You know, <laughs> he's voyeuring. He's voyeuring me. me. Like, let, let him do his thing. You know, he ain't hurt. What, what if somebody's
0: sleep paralysis was just like Argyle and they couldn't move? And he was like, what's that, bruchachos? <laughs>
1: Hey, in that, man, that voice is just talking to you the whole time. What's up, my dude? Move, man. Hey, man. Maybe if you like think really hard, <laughs> you can make move a pinky, my dude. He's just whispering in your ear. What if Nina's like a little girl, man? <laughs>
2: man, you just gotta move
0: a little bit. <laughs> pineapple, try before you deny. It
1: looks like you took some of
2: the good stuff before going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep paralysis sounds
0: terrifying. I only man. had it once, and I but Steve freaked me the fuck out in his. Uh, sequel number two yeah, because I have this sleepy thing and this isn't a sleep episode wait but so it was number three part two right yeah it was the second okay. part of his yeah. third story when he was talking about the <laughs> running on the tile first yeah. it was just a well-told story but I have this thing and I maybe someone out there can help me I don't even know what it is but it's that where you can feel someone behind you and like the hair on your neck stands up and it's always when I'm almost asleep and uh, I get that Feeling, but it's overwhelming. Like, like someone is right up against you. You know what I mean? Kind of thing, breathing on your back of your neck. And I like, my spine just shoots straight. And like, it's a terrible feeling because I'm almost asleep to like high adrenaline like that. And so the juxtaposition of those two things is a miserable feeling. And it just happens out of nowhere. And what's what's negative about it is, you know, I'm I've been in a committed relationship since I was 15 with different people, but like always someone in the bed with me. And so normally I'm like very mean. Uh <laughs> And, and I don't, I'm not saying that to be funny, like it's a terrible thing, you know what I mean? But it's like a get the fuck away from me because like, it's like a something's about to hurt me insane adrenaline rush thing Mm -hmm, and they're asleep like nowhere near me and like what and i'm usually still quite angry because that was a terrible feeling to feel and i haven't done it in a long time but it's it's uh terrible and that's what you made me feel when you told that story was that like shivery spine thing that i get while i'm sleeping for no reason um, but yeah, it's so weird. I get
2: exploding head syndrome. That's the closest I got. To what What's exploding heads do? Uh, you're starting to fall asleep and all of a sudden there's a really loud bang just in your head. Uh, oh, I've had one of those. Yeah. I get them all the oh, time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've had that um, once or twice. I, I get it like every couple of weeks. Really? Uh, and sometimes it's less of a, I, there's another term that people use for it. Uh, cause usually it's a bang, but a lot of times it's also like a zap And so it feels like an electric shock just went through your head and like to the point like your eyes are closed and like all of a sudden you see like static, like it's black and white lines running across your vision behind your eyes. Brains are weird. Yeah, it is nuts. Um, But yeah, I've had that most of my life And, and it sucks just because like you what you're describing where it's you go from zero to 100 real fucking quick. Yeah um but like it's never a fear it's just i mean it's fear for like that split second yeah, when it happens like a like, primordial fear not yeah like exactly a, there's no like actual terror it's just like what the fuck? oh, oh god again i typically you know? don't dream at all like I, I, I fall instantly
0: asleep i wake up without an alarm um, but every now and then and since i'm uh, recovering i'm a recovered addict most of my nightmares involve using. Um, and which is really rare, but like, and it's bizarre when it happens. I would have a, and I haven't used drugs or drank a drop of alcohol in over a decade. But even to this day, like every now and then, like maybe once a year, I'll have a vivid dream of like injecting heroin or something, like doing the whole ritual I used to do, like with the spoon and the cotton and the cooking, and all that stuff. And then, But it'll be like in the current timeline where I'm like, I'm hiding it from my wife and I have to tell my sponsor or like I'm about to quit my job and I just feel like mortified, like I've relapsed. It's, you know, I'm about to lose everything I have. And it's the bizarre feeling of when I wake up, it's like I stand up, I grab my phone and I'm still mortified, like I have to tell everybody. And it takes me. probably just a couple of minutes but it feels like forever in real life to realize logic
2: sticks around yeah and
0: then i remember i didn't actually do that that was a dream and it's like this bizarre like huge relief like oh thank god you know what i mean it's just so weird it's like you had a fucking dream idiot but like i'm getting my socks out of my drawer like they're gonna be so mad
1: (laughs) Uh, but anyway, in a similar vein, Chris, when I have a nightmare, it's usually because I didn't fill up someone's popcorn because I'm working at the movie theater again. And then I wake up and like, ah, oh, that person didn't exist. <laughs> so it's like similar things. Yeah, exactly. Your, your, your issue and then the popcorn issue over here. 100% fidelity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's read our Mad Lib. Let's cheer everybody back up with a little bit of Mad Libs. I'm some sorry we didn't f- have any philosophy. We needed some Rad Libs, but.
2: But we got the matches. Uh, we're, we're saving that for special occasions. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and whips us out. on
1: Only on the good times. Yeah, only my, for the my good potatoes. shows. potatoes. Wait, that's also from the Patreon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. Hang on <laughs> to those potatoes. All right. Are you guys ready to hear the story you helped create called Cool Whips? I am. Here we go. Ever since I was a little karate, I've <laughs> loved cars. When I was three years old, I wanted to cruise around in the aardvark mobile, just like Cameron Diaz. That's what cool whips
0: means. They're v- like whips, uh-huh. like my my whip, my car.
1: Instead, I rode my parents' Chrysler mini punch buggy <laughs> with beer panel doors. Mm, <laughs> nice. Now that I have my driver's daffodil, I'm going to buy myself a red train like Magnum PW <laughs> or perhaps a luxury or perhaps a luxury carcinogen. That does actually sound like a fucked up car name. <laughs> Ford carcinogen. I plan to Fuck test. Fuck those.
2: <laughs> Fuck that's their <laughs> tagline.
1: The Carbon Master Five Thousand. <laughs> I plan to test inoculate a few Porsches and maybe a Pontiac Fire Kangaroo. Hmm. I want my new car to be like Kit from Interloper Rider. Mixed with the van from the A persecution. Oh no. <laughs> oh that ugh, I don't like that. My dad says I can only afford a plump Ford escort. <laughs> <laughs> my friends think I'm as dumb as a philosophy for dreaming of a Camaro. But I know that one day I'll be behind the tater of the car of my dreams. <laughs> watch oh, taters until then i'll drive my grandpa's hot air balloon which is an awesome yugo and thus concludes cool whips
0: i think that was one of our worst ones ever as Maybe. far as like making sense <laughs> yeah, except that for would... behind the tater of the car in front of me that was <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome <salad. laughs> that was a uh, a car wreck if you will
2: <laughs> ooh ba-doom-tsh.
0: Ba-doom-tsh. well i Appreciate you guys for tuning in to our, our love of alien films in honor of our review of Nope. Uh, there's going to be more aliens soon because I think in early August, maybe August 5th or so, we get the, uh, the drop of Prey, the new movie that is going to be a, a prequel to the Predator series. Uh, that looks amazing. Directed by 10 Cloverfields Lane, Dan, uh, Dan Trachtenberg. And Hell we're going to be yeah. covering that. You so we're going to watch Predator that. in advance of that just to kind of celebrate uh, where it all started. And I'm really excited because I haven't gotten to revisit Predator in a long,
2: long oh, time. Predator's so good. Wasn't there one that came out like last year or the year before that was like super trash?
1: Uh, I didn't watch it, but yes. Andy, No. Not a thing. Andy, no.
0: (laughs) We're going to watch the original, damn it. But uh, yeah, so don't forget to write into the show. at streamingthingspod at Gmo.com with different Patreon tier ideas uh, or any, you know, movies you want us to cover, things like that. We'll add them to the master list for our Patreon polls. And don't forget to sign up and uh, follow me on Q so you can be entered to win. Uh, Don't forget to email subject line Q, Q Q-U-E-U-E.
1: You don't want to be anonymous for this show. Ah, 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 One star. ah, One star. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the time we have for right now.
0: We love you all so much. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this was Streaming Things. Happy streaming. Welcome to the patron shout out special event coming in hot. We have a Wells double a Aaron a double R Aaron a Aaron B Aaron K Aaron L Adam C Adam R Adam R you going to the mall today. Amanda, mm. Amelia, mm. Andrew G. Yes, Andrew P. My dudes, Andy, but not the Andy on the show. Super dude, Annie win. H. We will arcade win. shenanigans. Take us to your Ariana. Game. Could be Ariana. I found out in college that makes a huge difference to people with that name. So just throw them that out there. Grande, <laughs> <laughs> Vinti, Ashley, Brandon, Brianna, Brenda. Let's go, Brandon. Brittany. Cake. Thank you, cake. Caleb, Carlo, Carmelita, KCH, KCM, Casey, Casey Katarina, Chloe, Cindy, Cody, Damien, Danielle, David, DC Hot, oh, we're still the E. Piece. Lopez, Emily Enza, Erica, Irvin, Gavin, Glenn, Gavin. Hannah Heath, Heath
1: Heath, Heath,
0: Irene. Jacqueline, Jacob, Jade, Jake, Jared, Jeanette, AJ, Jenny, Jennifer, Jessica, Jimmy, Joel A, Joel D, the two John M's. Both of them. John R, Jordan, Josh, Are Jungle. Are you going to the mall Jay Kledge, Kalisha, Candice, Kate, Katharina, KDB, KDM, Kayla, Kelsey, Carrie, Kevin, Kiki, Kimberly, Kristen, Kyle, Lady Pris, Lauren, Lee, Lisa, Marcelina, Marcus, Maria, Matt, Melina, Melissa, Melz, Michael, Michelle, Mike, Mindy, MJ, Monique, Nick, the two Nicole C's, Orion, Paula, Phil, Patty, Rachel, Reese, the Reed family. All of them. Rose, Brian, Samantha, Sandra, Sandra A, Sarah F, Sarah P, Savannah, Sean, Sergio, Shay, Stephanie, Stephen V, Sydney, Tamara, Tara, Thomas J, Thomas V, Thumbs, Toby, Tori, Tyler, (laughs) Will, Yolanda, and Zach.
1: Thank you all so much. We love you. Good night.